Catch a vibe with Big Hass only on Pulse. Pulse 95. And we are going to say Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace, love, and blessings. And welcome to another episode of Catch a Vibe with me, Big Hass. Catch a Vibe is actually Pulse's first and only music dedicated radio show airs every Saturday and Sunday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. And man, oh man, I want to shout out all the singers, the songwriters, the musicians, the poets that we've had on the show. Big love and respect to all of you guys. Now, today's guest is a true, true special one. You've heard me say this before, but but she's truly special to me because I've seen her evolve from the from somehow um, the get-go when she decided to um, get connected with her culture more. And that, for me, is a really, really big honor to see somebody first connect with their culture and take it forward. And when you say her name right now, especially right now, or in the last even couple of years, people are talking about her in terms of like, you know what, this is a, a human being and an artist that is representing our culture in the best way possible using music. Um, and she's an incredible singer, songwriter, uh, producer. And I think in my opinion, um, somebody that inspired and, and uh, a lot of people and I'm about to tell her a couple of things that she might not know. A lot of people to take that step and just do it. Because the way she did it, she used to be in the West and then she came back to this region and then obviously started. It was like just incredible textbook. The one, the only, Dana Salah. We're going to say Assalamu Alaikum. Marhaba. Hello, Allah. I'm so happy to be here. It's an honor, of course. Um, peace and love your way, uh, sis. First of all, how you feeling? How you doing? I'm doing great. Honestly, I have this newfound love for Shadja mm. after the show I did yesterday and Kifu now being here sleep. tonight. Yes. I, I, that was that was amazing. I want to shout out the organizers, of course, Zawaya Walk. Yep. Um, let's talk about that. How is it like? How is it being in the UAE and doing an event called Kifo Palestine, and 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 of course, especially with everything going on right now, how were how were your feelings? Honestly, first of all, it was such an honor and such a beautiful experience to see people come together, not just for music, but for the Palestinian cause, mm. and everyone walking around in kufiyas. It was just beautiful to see. The solidarity was just incredible, especially in this part of hundred percent, hundred percent. Obviously, as a as a as a, as a Palestinian uh, artist yourself, Palestinian Jordanian artist yourself, you're you you have a you have an amazing way about you, Dana. That you you talk about the cause and you talk about what's going on in in a in a in a in, a, in my opinion in a beautiful way. So I want to kind of backtrack. And when we hear, for example, um, a song like this, what's the what's the memories when, for Dana Salah? When memories were after being stuck in the U.S. for all of COVID, mm. or all the first year of COVID, 2020. Okay. And feeling like, you know, I just want to be in the Middle East among mm. my people. I was in Michigan, which is the heart of Arab America. Correct. And the one thing they all have in common is this عشق for the blood. And the tarath and the thaqafah. Mm. And I really felt that when I was there. You know, I really missed home and I missed my friends, but I really missed feeling Arab in an Arab country. Mm. There's just some things yeah. you don't get anywhere else. Correct. And, you know, I think I wasn't aware that I was feeling that until I started making music in Arabic. Mm. Um, and, you know, things like yeah. seeped into my lyrics or my favorite song growing up. Allah. I used to make my grandmother, I think as a three-year-old, we used to go visit her in Michigan. I'd make her play it over and over and over again. She's wow. like, I don't understand. Most kids want to listen to children's music. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. And, you know, to just so for, for it to just flow out of my subconscious and reference 
انه ما هي ما رح استنى واتمنى انك رح تتفنن تتونس بي ما هي الورده اللي حتكفيه سو ريفيرينج تو ورده اند بتونس بيك ات واز جست لايك اتس هاو اي يوز تو رايت ان انجلش يو نو اي لسن تو سم راب يا ايكونيك ورك رايت ذير I hear you, but I wanted to say, like, when you were in the in the West, in Michigan, yeah. what was the, was it, was there a certain spark that made you, okay, you know what, it's time, like, I want to, I want to do this, or was it a continuation of things across the years? I think it was, a, I think it was, you know, God and the universe and... Telling you that. It, it, just throwing me into it, to be honest, mm. because, so, to be clear, I actually started my career in music in New York after I graduated mm-hmm. university. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated from Duke. My parents were just very big on education, like wow. most Palestinian Great basketball parents. program, though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't a basketball fan <laughs> until I graduated. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I graduated and then I moved to New York City and mm. I started a career in music and I called myself King Deco because I yeah. felt like I needed the separation. Mm-hmm. And and it was mainly in English, obviously, at this point. All English. I went from indie pop to electronic to performing for, you know, 15,000 people crowds to charting on billboard electronic dance charts and mashallah. itunes and yeah. yeah mashallah alhamdulillah and then i was meant to release my last record like uh, or what would have been my last record as king deco with a label in paris and tour all of europe with it and then covid happened COVID so happened. not you know i felt like my dreams were crushed i wasn't gonna have a career in music ever again ended up in michigan It's really tough. Mm-hmm. Came back to Amman, got COVID. Yeah. Oh. Was quarantining for 16 days. Found Nasser on Instagram. Shout out to Nasser. Hit him up. Shout out Nasser. <laughs> and, you know, we had a Zoom meeting and I was See? listening to the music he made and I was like, I can work with this. So we started the production. Mm. We started the melodies. It mm. was Harzani, I think, was my first yeah. song with him. Yeah, yeah. And I came to write the lyrics and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm writing the lyrics. What do you mean? What am I doing? And he goes, no, we're doing this in Arabic. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I worked on it I, there's one thing I uh, there's one thing I gotta admit to you um, that I like on the contrary I think there's this whole third culture situation right happening and I think you represent a lot of that done like I think there's a lot of people that maybe you know obviously are proud of being out of but maybe they can't express themselves in the best way so for me that's why I said by inspiring because you got better at it yeah. don't you feel you got better oh, at it oh for sure You know, you have one bad interview on Jordan t- television. Shout out to that. I mean, the interview was good, but my accent was terrible. <laughs> yeah, but I, the, what I'm trying to say is that you did it. Yeah. And that inspired people. In it, exactly. Sure. You, you weren't like, no, I don't want to do it. I you did it. You pushed yourself. And that alone, and you got better at it. I've seen you evolve. So my, my question to you is, okay, you, you, you came to Amman, but before, was there a certain thing? that made you or was it just circumstances of this whole COVID situation that made you go that way? So I had started incorporating Arabic into my English music in mm. 2019. I was on a radio tour for Castaway. Okay. Um, East Coast, West Coast. Mm. So I'm not just like dropping all of these successes to drop them. The The main point is is as amazing as charting on Billboard yeah. and all of that was, it's not as rewarding as coming back home and making music Your, your soul felt Arabic. missing like at this point. Something mm. was always missing. Mm. But I started incorporating Arabic into my English music. Mm. First song that I did that with was called Hayati. Mm. And it was all in English except for the chorus. 
was ay 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 hayati hayati and that was it it was gibberish and um, <laughs> you know so i felt like and then i did a cover of habibi anur line which yeah. who knows maybe i'll put it out but it was spanish english and arabic you know it was starting to seep in and the people around me at the time were encouraging me to do that i had connected with a producer label owner manager yeah. named Rami Afuni yeah yeah who's incredible and he was just like you know You're singing French, you're singing Spanish, singing Arabic. Yeah. I did. I started doing that. But see, go back so to it. So it was it. like little seeds that were planted that sprouted. I love that. When Wayno and Harzani But see, you, you took this as like signs. You beautifully said, well, yeah, this, is, this, this quick story of you kind of shows that you, these were signs thrown your way. And you just connected with your culture. This is, not, this is how I see it. Yeah. And a lot of people, sadly, they miss this. And, and they don't do it. They reject these And they find themselves after a long period career missing their soul and they wonder what's going on with that's what's going on and that's what i love about you you all the signs that happened to you you took them and you came back to roots dana salah hagetna she's ours and this is what i love about it you know seriously that's how i feel about it and now mashallah what i said earlier is so many people especially from saudi right now um your name and and amongst two or three others as well especially from jordan coming up they mention your name So amazing. like you inspire them to at least take that leap of faith. That's such an honor because I didn't have that growing up. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. We didn't, you know. You know, we're, we were talking earlier and inshallah, if this airs when it's supposed to, it's going to be on the anniversary, the 10 year anniversary of my music career. The 10 year <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, God works in mysterious ways. So I did so, not have that growing up. I didn't have someone where I could be like, you know, there was I am Arad. Who had a huge song with Calvin Harris? She was Jordanian. That was yeah. a massive inspiration. Oh my God! Gave me OG. Yeah, OG. I, you yeah. know, she deserves the shout out because she was kind of all I had. And then Hannah Melhas later on. Hannah Melhas, shout so out to I'm, OG. Another you OG right me there. Telling that it just makes <laughs> yeah. me so honored and so proud because if the, it's just more art, we need it more is. art. We need more music more, in the more, Middle East. More art, but also like the way you did it. This is a human being that we used to be in America, in Michigan, came back to Amman because of the circumstances of the world, got connected with this producer, uh, you know, and, and then obviously found herself. And not only found herself, she evolved. So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the evolution of Dana Salah because when she first dropped these records, she was finding herself. You did not uh, let the quote unquote, oh, it's not looking good or sounding good or stop you Dana and I think that should be celebrated you need to be giving you flowers there although you have a like a short career when it comes to you doing music Arabic in Arabic music, for sure. um, but I love everything that you said right now and this is why I it's so refreshing to see you and such an honor to have you on the FM right here in Thank the UAE you. it's an honor to be here oh man I think one part of my story I do want to stress though is yes I ended up coming back after COVID but prior to that I tried moving back in 2017, 2018. Mm. I tried moving back to Jordan and then I got a call that they wanted to go to radio with my song Castaway. So I'm like, okay, definitely going to go do that. Okay. So I chose to come back to the Middle East. Mm. It took me a little longer to get there than I had hoped. It happened. But coming back was a choice for oh, sure. Oh man, bless. Uh, wow. Um, listen, obviously it's, it's a radio. We got to take a break. But uh, part of being on radio, we're going to play a song. Okay. Right? For you. Um, what song? Whatever song you want me to play, I'll play whatever you want me to play. Ooh, okay. So yeah. it's either between the first song I ever put out, okay, ten years ago on the day your audience hears this, or Wayno, nice. which I think is a good intro too. I think I think Wayno is cool. Let's, Let's play that. It. The other one, the next one. But I want you guys to get introduced 
to this incredible, incredible human being and artist. And may I just say something quick? Um, I want to say thank you for also supporting me personally because we don't get a lot of support. When I say that, meaning you acknowledged everything I do. And although, like I said, you, um, you're, you're somebody that's just starting with and comes to Arabic, you've always shown me love and respect. And that for me... Uh, is, is something unknown. Yeah, I don't. That for a lot of artists. So bless I you. I know, I know. I know. But we we don't get that a lot back. So when when I do get it, I really appreciate it. Um, and and yeah, we know that we're gonna hear that and we're gonna talk about it because it's an incredible story in terms of the video and what she was able to do and everything. So ladies and gentlemen, Dana Salah, incredible artist, of course, Palestinian, Jordanian, human being, artist, singer, songwriter, producer. This is her record. Bueno, do not go anywhere. We're going to be right back. It's Pulse 95 Radio with Catch a Vibe. Catch a Vibe with Big Hass. Only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Catch a Vibe with me, Big Hass, right here every Saturday and Sunday, of course, uh, right here on um, Pulse 95 Radio, Charger's first and only English radio station. I got a special guest in the building. Her name is Dana Salah. She is Palestinian Junior, singer, songwriter, producer, human being. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, may I tell you that off-the-air discussions have been beautiful as well. She is really remarkable. So obviously, Dana, we spoke about your how kind of you, you moved back to this part of the world. But kind of let's start from the beginning a little bit right here. What inspired, what was the inspiration for you to get into, you know, singing and songwriting? Was there a special moment for you like early on? You know, it's funny. I've never really thought about this, like whether there was a moment for me personally. Because, you know, from... Before I could even talk or walk, everyone used to tell me you were so drawn to music. Mm. You'd be in the high chair every time the yodeling song and sound of music would come on. You'd start jumping, apparently. Wow. If you bless. see my aunt imitate me, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Yeah, Allah. So, bless. But this is the first time that I actually realized there was a moment for me when I realized I could sing and there was something that just put me at ease about it. Mm. I mean, It, it made you comfortable. Like, Yeah, I mean, there's a biological reason for it too, like, a, like actual science behind why singing therapeutic because mm. it actually massages your vagus nerve subhanallah so i didn't I, know that wow I, yeah it's all just coming to me right now yeah um no but mashallah when you guys sing it's cool when if i sing right now people will turn you know, on the radio it still does the same thing for you as it does for <laughs> yeah, me so. yeah, yeah. um yeah but was so there I, was there sorry was there a moment yes so i was watching the little mermaid oh and she was doing okay. the uh, and i you know just copied her and i realized yeah. hey it doesn't sound half as bad what? And that's when I realized I could sing, and it was just became a, a form of therapy for me, slash mm. a place where I could, you know, it was, it was singing and songwriting at the same time. Yes. It was just a place where I could just be. I didn't have mm. to be anything. I didn't have to... I love that. I know that you take pride in your songwriting. Um, how did that come about? Like, how did... Because there's a lot of singers without songwriting, but yeah. you, you, you're a songwriter as well. How did that come about? I think it was just whenever I would feel something, I would like relay that emotion mm. in melody more than words. I get it. And then the words would come later. And I always struggled with words. I still struggle with words. Mm. You know, I said to a producer of mine once, I was like, you know, I feel like I don't really communicate in words. I communicate in sounds with and me melody. But that, but that makes sense to me as someone who's listening because I think as a, it depends like as a songwriter, I think you, yeah, look, there's a lot of, there's no one way to do it, in my opinion, but I see why you're saying that. But 
I want to hear what Dana Salah says, and that's why I respect songwriting a lot yeah. because it's stuff that you're thinking about, that you're or you trying know. not to think about, so that it comes from an honest place. Command, yeah, that works. And also for me personally, on the business side, it's also a business thing for you, where you're a songwriter, you can write a song for somebody else. I have. That's how I started. That's where I got my start in New York. Oh wow! I wrote um, a song. It was. In Jay Z's studio, that was one of my first gigs. I was a songwriter you there. Jay Z? I did. <laughs> I you said Jay Z? Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. I. Um, <laughs> How come I, I don't know about this right now? I don't. I have a lot of stories actually, but yeah, I don't know. What was the song? Um, it was called <laughs> Devil. Devil. And it was okay. on Love and Hip Hop. No, it was Love and Hip Hop. Basketball wives. Ba- Basketball. Basketball wives. <laughs> I think yes. or Love. No, no, it was on Love and Hip Hop. Sorry, it was on Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop. Yes, okay. and the first. Um, year that I moved wow. to New York, there was a billboard of love and hip hop all over the city. <laughs> and I wrote this song that I got like 2% of because yeah. I wasn't there when they discussed splits. Splits. And, you know, it was like whatever, but it was an, such an awesome experience. So I started as a songwriter. And um, wow. Yeah. So, so that, I mean, lyrics are so important for they me, are. right? They so are. it's not as fluid as melody, but mm. I'm very meticulous about a story. Like, does this say what I'm trying to say mm. in here? Yeah, that makes sense that you say that. But also, Dana, we're going to talk about that later. Also, your your visual representation is really on point, obviously now. But obviously, we are on March 3rd, which happens to be the 10th anniversary yes. of you dropping um, this record, right? Yes. One, um, which is about we're about to hear. So okay. this record, I wrote the hook melody the okay. night before I had a session with a producer named Felix Snow. And he, for the longest time, actually was SZA's producer. Wow. Yeah, she was somebody actually, somebody I met in New York. And what? I recorded her vocals in my apartment you once. You SZA? I did. I engineered her. I produced a little bit for her. Nuh-uh. I think I have that record somewhere. <laughs> this girl was a wonder, really. She was like a one-take wonder. She was... Just like the way melodies come for me naturally, she melody and lyric. Yeah, Allah. And it just comes out. Smalla. That's crazy. Um, did you guys connect like? We in- did. We, I think I was in a very different. Yeah. Like, uh, like stage of existence. You know, she's like an old soul. Yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, you were still discovering yourself. At I was, point. and you know, I think I was a, a lot more timid than she was as an artist. But it, and yeah. so, her and Halsey are two people that I saw like go from zero to. A hundred. Wow. And watching that and seeing that happen and how that unfolded and what it took and what like you know, it was just really amazing to Bless kind you of for that. watch. Bless you for saying that. But but now when you hear this back, what what's the first thing that comes to your mind? <laughs> you know, I think to me <laughs> this might be and I don't say this about all my music, right? Yeah, Especially yeah. not my English music. <laughs> I think this stuff this this still knocks. I agree. But so you don't it's feel like melody too, right? Yeah. I can be the one. Mm. And it has like those, like I'm not a big, like sound is vi- like very, I'm very yeah. meticulous with yeah. my sound. Yeah. And I love all of the sounds that were in there. Even though when exactly. Felix was producing it, I was mm. just watching him and he was putting layer over layer <laughs> over layer over layer over layer. If you listen to Wayne, or like I really pushed for the production on that. Mm. And all of a sudden I went, he'll tell you this himself. We fought over that production. I'm like, I don't want a single sustained pad. And he's like, what do you mean? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. nothing. Oh, I man. want it call and response the whole way through. And <laughs> we really went to bat. And like, this has a lot of the elements that mm. I love in production. But I wasn't the one guiding the process. Crazy. 
You, you can't guide Felix. It's not a... I hear you. But that, no, I do. I Yeah. But obviously, it is different from what you do right now. And I see, obviously, you've evolved. We're definitely going to talk about the evolution. But 10 years, ladies and gentlemen, today, yeah. Dana Salah dropped this record. And she's actually on FM right now, um, on Pulse 95 Radio, just hearing this. Um, I haven't heard is, this song in so long. Which is amazing. Um, in terms of, like, just remembering where you kind of come from as well, which... I really kind of want to talk about um, about that. Um, what would you say, Dana, ever since you started, obviously, until now, is the evolution of Dana Salah? Like, I know, obviously, you shifted ways of how to do it, and you now focus more on your culture, which is respect. But is that the only evolution you think? No, that one actually happened naturally, and then I noticed mm. that it was happening, and I just kind of was like, okay, let me enhance this. Because it's clearly it's honest, it's it's happening. You know, 100%. I wasn't thinking like when I wrote Wayne or Harzane, I wasn't thinking I want the production to be call and response because that's what Arabic music in the fifties mm. and sixties, which is such a golden era for Arabic music, does. It is. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. You know, it was just what I gravitated towards because that's what I grew up listening to. Mm. I would sit watching old telecast performances with my grandmother. And that's just what I loved, or at Bethwana speak in the car. So the culture part just kind of happened naturally. Okay. Beautiful. When I moved back and just mm. decided I wanted to be more honest in the art that I make. But I think the evolution comes more with the confidence as a producer, mm. as a songwriter. Yeah. I love. I lo- no, I love that you said that. Why? Why are you talking when you saw it, you talk confidence? It's also you're part of a. Um, of an era right now kind of pushing our culture because for the longest period of time people kind of stepped away from that yeah i've i've, I've seen it they don't want to do i don't want to be known as i'm an arab i'm an international guy yeah. well why don't we not make arab international i mean yeah that's, for sure. I, that's how you came through and connection is such a huge you know you sit and you ask yourself after mm-hmm. doing it for a long time right and making a switch and feeling like you built something yes that was so good and then khalas, you know you're you throw it all away kind of and you start from zero again. Yeah. So you really have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I pushing so hard to become an, like, you know, a, a world renowned, right? Yeah. That's like every artist's mm-hmm. dream. Like, why am I pushing for my music to connect on a global scale? And it really is, connection is a huge fundamental core reason for me. 100%. Everything and I feel like, for me, one of the biggest evolutions was... I know we're going back to this, but reconnecting with my roots. Yeah, I love that. And that but that's what I'm saying. shying away from it for so long. But thank you for saying that because a lot of people, you know, shy away. And part of what, how, why you're important is because you proved that when you don't, you actually become successful. Because even if you reach success with that, but there's no base, there's no soul. And people will say, like, where are you from? You're going to tell them what? Like, and So how come we don't hear that in your music? Mm. So it's a bit, for, for me, it's like, okay, but... I, I forgot to say one thing. You did not force it. No. Dana. At all. I, I didn't this even is know why it was it's happening. Important. You know, mm. until sometimes uh, it's funny. It's like we have um, collectively we react to things the way you do on a personal level, right? Mm. Where there are certain parts of yourself that you kind of reject. And, we ha- and you know, you call that shadow in psychology. And I think as a culture, we really have shadow around being not Arabi or yeah. too Arabi or this is not the vibe and i got a lot of that like you get a lot of no's as an Mm -hmm. artist right and i think for me some of the no's that i get kind of revolve around that but for me i think it's really cool Mm -hmm. i went i went to new york 
early 2023. And I went back to some of these. I, You know, when I was there, I moved to Brooklyn at some point. Okay, wow. At Williamsburg, but at the time mm. it wasn't like the glamorous Williamsburg that it is now. Got you. But I moved to Williamsburg and I used to go to these indie, like, pop clubs, pop clubs, indie pop parties mm. thrown by, like, labels like Neon Gold who put out records for wow. Ellie Golding, yeah, Marina yeah, Diamonds, yeah. and yeah. Lana Del Rey. Mm. And you just see these Halsey performing that you would see all these big crowds for these Western artists. And earlier in 2023, when I went, we went to one of these venues and it was a party. Um, I think it was a headset party. I can't remember what it was called. Okay. But it was, they were playing Arabic music that mm. when they play here at weddings, mm. me and my friends used to sit down waiting for the English stuff to come wow. on. Wow. And the whole, like, and thousands and thousands of people were just <laughs> yeah. wiling out mm. to this Arabic music to like Nancy Ajram and, yeah. and like all of these songs. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, we hey. have such beautiful music. We do. And culture and sounds and you know, like there no, is a little bit of a hishik bishik. Hey, yeah, but but again, but thank you. But I think you. it's cool. But thank but you for saying that. That's my background, though, because I lived abroad for so long. I, I get it. I look at that and I think that's so cool. Yeah, but what you said, there's a lot of people I know that do that as well. I'm talking from a perspective of being an artist. It's it's, it's kind of it's your duty to to re- represent where you're from as well, in a way. Yeah. And specifically with your case as a, as an incredible Palestinian, you know, artist, you wanna you wanna talk about that in your own way, in your own story, to show. The the world that you come in with you know lyrics with beautiful visuals with authenticity with love with peace with um with even strength in the way you're talking so I, I i love that you said that but again i would say if someone would ask me about you specifically with you because i don't want to mention any other names in terms of how 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 they've seen it right now it's the not forcing part because i think that's not easy you didn't force it. You kind of let it let it come to you. And when you force it, this is when I think you fail, and you become you, you know you you somehow become cringe yourself. You're like it's a bit weird. Twenty twenty three was a, a tough year for me because I did have like a lot of questions around the art I was making, and I wasn't forcing, but I was definitely holding back. Mm. You know because I felt interesting. Am I making the right music? Am I you know? And I went through this whole mm. mental loop of thinking. Maybe my stuff is too, like, there's too, like, you know, thinking about, like, the song Ghazale. Like, yeah. maybe, maybe I screwed up with that drum rhythm and having that tabla in there. Maybe it's, you know, to the audience that I'm mm. trying to connect with. Maybe mm. to them, they see it differently than I do. Uh-uh. I don't, I don't and agree. I, you know, and then, you know, and then you reach the point where, khalas, you're at peace with yourself and you're just yeah. like, I just, ha- I don't have a choice but to continue to do what I do and what I love doing. And now with everything that's happening in Palestine... For me, at least personally, the West has completely lost its sparkle. Oh, thank you for saying that. Definitely, suck up a I say, like this, uh, this, this thing that they had in terms of values, and we used um, to look up to them. Yeah, yeah. I we say, really did. I, I did this, too. Yeah, I, went, I moved yeah. there for ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the human value, you know, children's value, women empowerment, everything, uh, really, really fell. And um, I definitely want to talk about that. But kind of, I want to play seriously. I want to play Ghazali. But, I love this record. I performed this last night and it did so well. But, but like, t- really, t- everyone t- was just dancing. What does shout this song out mean? Shout out to Shah. What, what, what does this song mean to you? It's just about like, you know, I'm 
a 30 plus year old single woman bless Arab Muslim and it's just like sometimes you look at a guy who's approaching you and you're just like just simplify it man it's not that hard and I know girls who think that happens oh, I love love that yeah Allah sorry I'll let you play it no but see this is the the sweet part of that salah Allah wow and that's my favorite part right here shout out to Nasser yeah, see, there's something about this record that is uh, definitely catchy. Listen, let's let's hear this uh, record in full, and we're going to be right back. Uh, Dana Salah, ladies and gentlemen, um, just like I said, an incredible human being, somebody with with a lot of passion, and uh, I'm so so we're so blessed to have him right here. Thank Do you. not go anywhere. This is Ghazale by Dana Salah. Keep a lock. It's Pulse 95. Catch a vibe with Big S only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Only on Pulse 95 Radio. Big Hass right here. Catch a Vibe airs every Saturday and Sunday right here on 95 FM. I got a special guest in the building. Her name is Dana Salah. She's an incredible singer, songwriter, producer. But I would say really an amazing human being that got connected with her culture, with our culture, and found herself and is still evolving and is so passionate um, about it. Um, Dana, you know know this record. (laughs) Yes. This is Dumtak. That's a cool record too. So what's cool about Dana, you guys, when you when you actually, um, and this is something that also my wife, my one and only, agrees with, um, it's the visual representation of what you, you when you when you when you when you release videos, you go like, if if even if this is on mute, you go like, wow, I understand where she's from, what is she's about, who she's pushing, what she's pushing, and I think you make it. She said something. I'm trying. It, it's it's like it, it's like um, they feel that they know you and they feel that they know home and I think that's a, such a oh powerful. Oh my gosh! That's Thank a, your wife for me. Please. No, seriously, isn't that a powerful thing to that's say when you huge. say like and it's home? That is huge. That is huge. So um, when we talk about home, we talk about Palestine. Uh, with everything that's going on right now, our, our our prayers and 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 solidarity and 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 everything, all our hearts is definitely there. Um, when when this is all going on, as an artist, Dana. What's the what what take me through an artist's perspective? Cause I'm a radio host. I go, I do my my, my job. But as an, as an artist, your job is to release records and to release music. It's so hard. Well, it's so hard. Tell me a little bit about. So it. I moved to Dubai, right? You know, my plan was to move right before mm. the you know the genocide started. Mm. I'm not mm. going to call it a mm-hmm. war. Yeah, it is. And um, I wanted to come to Dubai, and I wanted to you know lock myself up and work on an album. Okay. I came with a song called Braid and yeah. then a bunch of other gibberish j- demos that I wanted to work on. Yeah. And we worked on Rajain mm. and then I came to Dubai thinking like, wow. okay, I did that. I got some of the emotions out mm, and mm, mm. Um, I... Uh, Sorry, I just. Put, so I, I can't. Play, it's play, so play bad. Music. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah. I cannot think. Well, like my friends hate getting ready with me because I can't play music. It'll mm. take me twice as long. Mm. I can't do anything multitask with music. Oh, bless you, bless you. Anyways, so <laughs> I came. I came to Dubai. Think, خلاص. Like we worked on Rajin. Yeah. Some of that emotion into that amazing record, yeah. and you know, I came to Dubai and I wanted to finish a Braid and it was really difficult to do that. Mm. Um, so. I decided because of my fans, they were reposting Atala'in and sending it to me and asking mm. me to create a full version. Mm. As an artist, I think you just have to sit down and create. Otherwise, you don't function properly. Facts. So 
I sat down with the old vocals of Ya Talain, which mm. I covered two two years ago, I think, when um, the prisoners dug themselves out with a spoon. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Fa- I opened up that session with those old vocals, and you can hear my pronunciation is a little hick, soft. Fa- I opened uh. it up, and I just started producing, and I started adding vocal layers. Yeah, and I just... Yeah. Off of those initial covers. So basically, Atalayin is a record that I created with two Tarwidat, Tarwid al Shamali, and Atalayin Jabal, which is originally sung by Rim Banna. And and then I sampled El Tarwid al Shamali, which was, give me one second. Yeah. But this is a little bit of Atalayin we're going to be playing in a bit, ladies and gentlemen. It's very vocal heavy. So this is the first record I produce. And it like full like you know like I had a full on demo before I brought it to yeah. Amir. Shout out Amir. No one. Uh, shout, out, shout out to him. Yep, Amir Shomali. I brought it to him, and you know he helped me like take the record home. Oof, yeah. So, but it was the first time. Yeah, I, mean, I couldn't work on a braid. I couldn't work on mm, these. Mm. I had six gibberish demos. I still have them. But it was really, because as an artist, that meant a lot to me. And I felt like not releasing music, especially music that incorporates our culture. And, you know, I've been incorporating my Palestinian heritage since we know. Yeah. Like the Zafil Palestinian that's in the bridge. And I do that with Aghazale. Like we use that a lot. I I wear the Tatris on the streets of New York. So for me as an artist, we need to keep producing music and we, keep te- we need to keep moving forward otherwise they win um, you know it's a war not just a physical war right now it's mental, a war of spirit of course big time but but again I want to kind of push more on that w- how difficult it is for you guys to as, as artists I'm talking about to, 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 to go through that to go to see your people obviously uh, you know kind of uh, not only your people being obviously displaced and all, but the world not not acting. It's uh, just mind blowing. It's you know what's even more mind blowing is the educated people mm. are like it, it's harder to talk to them. Mm. And I was like, you know, how is it that my friends who went to Ivy Leagues, who went to university with mm. me, how is it that they don't understand what's happening and they're not supportive? But it's because that's the information. They're the ones consuming more information, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like what information are you consuming? Mm. And it's it's there, you know. You just have to like open. You don't even have to Google it. You, there are images Fact. of it's what there. is it's happening, especially especially in the world. now. And the images yeah. are just it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, especially what we see, for example, with someone like Martez and all. We've seen oh, all the my God, I can't. You know yeah, what he's been what he's through. been through as as a 23, 24 old kid. Um, you know, and documenting. But that's another that. thing. You know, you, you read some of his posts, and I just yeah. I need to say this. You read some of his posts and you realize that he is getting a lot of backlash mm. and the backlash, fine, from is- Israel mm. or yeah, the US yeah, or whatever, yeah. that's fine. Mm, mm, mm. But backlash from Arabs, our biggest issues, we are, like the other Arab countries are not standing with mm, the Palestinian mm, cause mm, the mm, way mm, they should be. Mm. Why are we not standing with each other? Yeah. Why are we so quick to jump at each other? Mm. Like that. Like that. It's, 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 it, yeah, definitely, it's definitely annoying. But yeah, and he's done so much for he's us. He's done, done so much, incredible, and believe me, his uh, yeah, his reward with Allah will be that we can see it. My question to you though is, when you're when you're in when you're facing all this, um, how do I? A lot of people would think that an artist or a musician's job is to entertain, and and then that's it. As if they're not humans, like they don't think. 
But what do you say to that? Because, like, ah, your job, because that's been said, for example, in basketball before, like, shut up and dribble, or blah, blah, blah. But we're humans. You guys are humans first. What do you say to that mentality where, like, hey, don't get into this politics of it, just sing. And, and, I think and, you got and that's our it. job description very, very, very wrong. Mm. I think we're <laughs> like Facts. musicians, especially songwriters, we're historians. Yes. We yeah. are yeah. like transcribers of culture. Oh, we are wow. storytellers. We are, we're able to mobilize people into action. I mean, look at Ajreen. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that. Can we talk a little bit about that yeah. before we play Talain? Because Ajreen, ladies and gentlemen, is a record that gets played. Um, right now, like yes, so that's what I'm saying. Like, like straight up, how does that make you feel? That a record? It's amazing. I've I've heard both of them at protests. Mm. And, uh, what does that make you feel? Like that's a, just I can't tell you. It makes me feel good because I I'm yeah. still we're all still like of course we want this to stop and it hasn't stopped yet. But at least so I'm gonna go back to Yatalain for a second. Bless you, of course. So my my um goal with using the two tarwidas was to mm. preserve Palestinian folklore. Mm. So mm. I sampled the tarwid al-shamaliyah from the Firqat al-Funun al-Shabiyya al-Falistiniyah. Shout out to them. Shout I to literally them. took their recording of it and put it in wow. my track. It's like the focal center point. Like if Yatala'in was a mountain, that's the peak. Oh, wow. And then in the beginning and the end, um, I use Yatala'in al-Jabal, mm. which was originally sung by Reem Benna. And the beginning, Illa Ghazal, Mahbous. That was the lyric in the beginning. And in the end, it goes, Illa Ghazal, which means you will not be imprisoned forever. Yeah. You know, you will be set free. So it's kind of this story with a big arc wow. where the centerpiece is mm. the Tarwid al Shamaliyya, mm. which I put a really strong beat under, and it's. Yes. Um, you know, I did that with Amir and it's oh, like bless. very strong. And so I wanted to connect those two parts with an Arabic verse and an English verse. Mm. And the Arabic verse was meant to maintain hope for Arabs and Palestinians and anybody and everyone advocating for the Palestinian cause, whether they were protesting, reaching out to the representatives. Mm. That was the goal of the Arabic record, uh, the Arabic section. Mm -hmm. And the English section was to raise awareness. You know, I have a line in there where I say from the river to the sea, which yeah. was, you know, I have a lot of Jewish friends. Yeah, yeah. It was not an easy line to say, mm -hmm. but I had to reclaim that line for us. 100%. Because it does not mean no. eradicating Jews. No. Or anybody. Yeah. You know, it's basically calling for freedom of the Palestinian yeah. people who yeah. are living under an occupation. So what I was trying to do with the Arabic section was to give Arabs and Palestinians hope or mm -hmm. anyone for the cause and I think Raja'in really did that yeah Raja'in did that for sure but I'm so proud of you while you're talking I'm just listening to uh, you know obviously a, an Arab sister talking like that talking about obviously you know her homeland talking about that it just feels I feel so proud like seriously um, and I know we're not in a, in a space where we can give each other flowers like that but seriously Nina Simone said it and I believe it an artist's duty is to represent the time that they live in this is your duty as an artist, and I think... I felt like I had to do yeah, that. Yeah, but, but, but with, with the age of clicks and the internet, you forget that. You forget that your duty as an artist, artist, right, is to reflect the times you live in, and how do you be tone deaf not to? 
Yeah, like and we're you, living through really dark times right now. Now, you know, and everything is documented like crazy. You, yeah. There's no excuse. But I mean, I was lucky. Like, I had fans who pushed me to do that. Mm. I was very lucky. You know, I had that support. And if you hear, like, the opening, Ya Talaeen, and mm. you hear the ending one, you can hear my evolution as an Arabic speaker. Wow. And I think that's just something that really brought me closer to, you know, my humble following on Instagram. La, bless, bless. That's amazing. Yeah. What a what a what a what a what a beautiful convo, of course. But um, listen, we're gonna play this record in full. But I just wanna, if um, look, it's a very tough question. Okay, mm-hmm. what I'm about to ask. But uh, just because I feel uh, I feel ease with you, and I feel like I know you so well, I gotta ask you this: If whole Philistine can hear you right now, what would you say? Like, if there is a a, a, a microphone somehow right now, and people can hear you, what would Dana Salah? Say, oh, say. this is so hard. It is. It's so hard because there are no words, and I can never. Where I'm at right now, mm. inshallah, forever. Not I cannot understand what they're going through. Mm. I can say how I feel and how I feel towards them, and mm. and we will not stop. Mm. And like no matter what song mm. I release or whatever, this is at the forefront. I, I've been told this by so many people. Like I know people in in in, in Gaza. Um, so they say something that gets me emotional every single time. They said, your support, like in terms of when you shout about us, we see that as the world and it's enough. That's what I'm saying. small country that was able to create shockwaves throughout the world. They care about that. They said, as long as you're saying this, believe me, Mm. Yeah. We're good, they say. <laughs> We're good, <laughs> yeah. and Subhanallah, like uh, now everything gets put in perspective. The other day we found that we have like a lot of water, and we talked. Me and my wife was like, "We have water. We have water." It's like the smallest things, Ugh, and yeah. yeah, 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 all these things. So I would say nobody's really doing okay. Like seriously, nobody's really doing. It. You try There's to get so it. much guilt. Yeah, Haas. I got yeah. pneumonia five weeks ago. Oh, I was wow. in Egypt. It was really bad. I was sick for five oh, weeks, man. and mm. I had every like health resource at my disposal mm. and I still struggled mm. and all I could think about was the cold in Gaza and yeah like yeah, yeah. I definitely I would have been gone yeah I need, and gone not in a very fun way in a very painful way and I yeah, that's Allah. all I could yeah. think about yeah, you yeah. know it, it, it brought that so I, I love what you said about the shockwaves I love what you said there's there's no really no words it's really I think words are dead at this point there's nothing that you can say really to but but some of the people that all of them, they would say that. I know a couple, and he said, "Just keep talking." I'm like, "What do you mean keep talking? Keep, keep talking. We'll we, we see you." I'm like, "How they do also, you see?" They brought us together. Yes. You know, as yeah. as Arabs, as, as Palestinians, Arabs. they've yeah. done more to bring us together. Yeah, yeah, we've seen it. Uh, and and listen, you guys, we, we yeah, we can't we we can't obviously we have to we have to address this, and this is the least thing we can do and give a platform. Um, to speak about that but this is let's play a little bit Ya Tal'een we're going to play the full record right now of course I have with me Dana Salah who's definitely I tell you this is kind of my two top interviews I've ever done on on, on, on Catch Ooh, a Vibe I right here I who number um, one was yeah, on I'll tell you, I'll, t- I'll tell you <laughs> I'll tell you. Press the cough but, button. <laughs> <laughs> but incredible human being. Seriously, we're having so much fun. Um, let's hear Ya Tal'een uh, by Dana Salah and we're going to be right back. Keep a like. Do not go anywhere. It's Pulse95. Catch a Vibe 
with Big Hass only on Pulse Pulse 95 Pulse, Pulse 95 Radio Big Hass with you guys right here Catch a Vibe um, and the music in the background as I want to see I want to see Dana's opinion is by a Sudanese group called Sounds of Adiga Did they play during XP? They did I think No I, I'm not sure I'm not sure but what do you think? This is a song called Hanan I love this <laughs> Yeah Of course shout out Sudan like just um, they're amazing. I like to shout them out as always, and I always play this, you know, record. Um, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we have Dennis a lot with us, Palestinian Jordanian singer, songwriter, um, producer. Um, Dana, so before we talk about obviously Beit, which is I can't wait to talk more about that. I can't wait for you to hear it. I can't wait. I haven't heard it, and we'll know why in a bit. Um, part of it, it's also my fault because I have to, you know, follow up and, and make sure. But. Um, yeah, you got to turn your notifications on. Gotta Not Instagram, that. actually. Actually, you got to do that. Yeah, no. Got to do you that. You still wouldn't have known. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, when we talk about Dana Salah and and say the word challenges, what's the what's the first couple of challenges that come your way? Like, what has been a challenge that you can discuss with us and tell us how you're able to kind of overcome this challenge? Ugh, self doubt. Hmm. Self doubt is my biggest challenge. Of like. Tell me more. Just feeling like sometimes it's almost like imposter syndrome. Mm. Am I really an artist? Am I really a producer? Am I uh, really okay, a okay. songwriter? And it's H- like how'd you how'd you how'd you overcome like how'd you overcome that? I just I don't think I fully overcome it, okay. overcame it, but I think recognizing that I'm really a perfectionist and I hold myself and sometimes others to really high standards yeah. that are less. I think you're dropping jewels today because <laughs> no, because I think a lot of people are. And when you say, when you guys, I want to challenge you with that. When you say you're a perfectionist, obviously for me, nothing is perfect. But like when you say you're a perfectionist, meaning you want to strive for the best, yeah. right? And you and, and and a lot of people call you difficult because of that. Yes, for sure. And that's. And, but, but you know, can I just say this? I feel like if I was a man, they would say, "Oh, she knows what she wants." And that's but, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's I hear, just I hear, the thing. Yeah. And I heard um, mm. uh, Caroline Pol- Polichek, I think that's how you say her name, mm. talking about how. She works with male producers mm-hmm. and she, she's a producer herself now. Yeah. And she said, we've all been in, you know, I can say this for a lot yeah. of women. We've yeah. all been in the studio yeah. when we tell the producer we want this to be a bit louder. And you look at the fader and his hand does not touch the fader and he just mm. ignores you. And I've been in a session where and it was a good mm. friend of mine. But he, he, yeah, yeah, he no, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say it, I, but, I, no, no, yeah. I, I understand. But that's yeah, I. I that's not cool. Like, I still, I don't get it. But this is what, so what I'm saying is that it was a really good friend who mm. basically was like, oh, you're too demanding. Yeah, you are. And I get it. he's, he's all, he has nothing but love for me. Yeah, so yeah. the fact that he said that was mm. just, it just shows that it's so ingrained in, I don't want to say our culture because it's not our culture. It's just in the world. In the world. Yeah. I, I get it. So, so self-doubt, that was something that obviously. I don't know how we got to this, but okay. yes, no, 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 that's, that's cool. That's cool. I get it. Um, okay. Um, when we talk about Dana Salah and talk about um, regrets, any regrets out there for Dana? <laughs> I don't know yet. Oh. We don't know what's going to happen. Good answer. So I don't know yet. That's such a good answer. Yeah, no one have yet. answered like that before. <laughs> we don't know yet. So well, there's life be p- is, life potential does regrets. This sometimes you don't know where. Not that I see it. Okay. So who knows? Uh, okay. Before we talk about Baid, I have to kind of talk about family. And, and, and parents and, and people around you. What are the thoughts of your journey? Okay, I just thought of a regret, actually. Okay, I regret nice. not sticking to my guns 
And mm. actually, no, I can't say that either. You did, though. I did. <laughs> you know, like... More fiercely, maybe. Or less fiercely. Less fiercely. You know, maybe sometimes getting getting people to support you, like, mm. you can go about it a little more peacefully than I, I get did. it. I get For it. For me, I was just like, I'm moving to New York mm-hmm. and I'm pursuing music and I'm going to yeah. do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'd taken the help... Mm. Maybe I would have gotten. No, but okay. For me, yeah, this is where it's open for debate, right? I see this is this is as as hunger. Yeah, I see this is as hunger, and you have to go do it, and you're passionate, you're you're hungry about it, and you know it depends how. But but I love your answer. I think you regrets are this is such an interesting answer. I should use that next time. I was asked this question. Yeah, we don't know. But but family and Dana Salah, Mm -hmm. how does that? How is that going? I'm just going to say they are supportive now. Alhamdulillah. Mm. And they're super proud. Bless. Alhamdulillah. Bless. Alhamdulillah. Ten years later. <laughs> but see, I mean, you don't know how many people I've had here on the show. Actually, I'm going to say a quick story. But you There's know a... what it is? Sorry, I'm just no, no, going to just cut you off. It, I had to be proud of what I was doing yeah. before they could be proud. That's why my, my and point. And I was, you know, King Deco had to, hmm? had to fall. Yeah. All of yeah. these, I really had to take ownership of what I was doing yeah. in order for anybody else, not just my parents, to see it as well. And that is understandable. I had a, I had a musician right here on the show, and uh, his mom was against him doing music. He's an incredible musician, a legend. Actually, I should introduce you to right here. Um, she eventually passed away, not in, in a way. Like she's like, no, I don't want to do that, right? And she even wrote a letter, right? Wrote, wrote a letter to him uh, about what? He has not opened this letter to date. I don't blame him. You see, yeah, because, because, because of everything. So, but he pursued it. And he is an OG right here, you know? He's actually Jordanian. Um, incredible guy. Um, amazing guy. Uh, his name is Kamal Msalam. I'm sure he wouldn't mind me oh saying. Oh, my God. You know Kamal Msalam? Or no? Msalam? Yeah, yeah, Kamal Msalam. Kamal Msalam. Mush Msalam, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, He's no. an amazing musician. What a so, story. Yeah. And, and again, so for that, I think, and I really, I don't know how many parents are listening to us, mamas and the babas. Your support means a lot to the, obviously to yeah, your kids in, in a big way. a Khalil Gibran quote where he says, Something along the lines of maybe we should look it up before. Mm, maybe, it, but <laughs> something along the lines of your children are not yours. Yes, they're souls that you are yeah, supposed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe right. at most guide throughout the world. Sometimes mm. your kids know what's mm. better for them Mm-mm-mm. more than you do. But bless, there's something that you said that's also interesting that you you needed to do this as well for you, I guess, to, to find yourself more. And 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 this is why people then followed and and then supported so yeah god bless thank you so much for answering that and, and taking that um okay Baid. obviously Baid is what your your latest record my latest record latest record it's actually been released i haven't spoken about it much mm-hmm. because i think it's hard as an artist during this time yeah to yeah. you know go there and promote music promote that's the word <laughs> yeah right yeah but at the same time, I strongly, strongly feel like us stopping releasing and making music mm. is just doing a disservice for everybody. Mm. I think we need to continue to use our platforms to speak about the cause. And I think if we stop, they win. Because right now we're winning the psychological war. You, you said that a couple of times in this interview, yeah. and I like that. But again, a, a kind of... A, a, Devil, devil advocate question. You, you're not afraid maybe of some backlash from people? I've gotten say? backlash. I've definitely gotten backlash, but I just, you have to like dig deep and go mm. in like within yourself and ask yourself like, what is your why? 
why are you putting records out mm. right now? Why are you? Why do you feel the way you feel? Do I fundamentally agree or disagree with this? Mm. And I fundamentally disagree. Okay. With and you're at peace with that. Yes. Like getting any okay. Yes. I think I mean, this is uh, why. Can I be honest? It's not easy getting no. the backlash. It's no. hurt, very hurtful because yeah. Yeah. I'm somebody who's been incorporating the Palestinian cause in my music before mm. Sheikh got, Jarrah, yeah. before yeah. any of this. Yeah. 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 So it's it's hurtful, mm. and I think you know my issue with it is Arabs, you know, being so quick to jump against yes. each other. Yeah, that's, that's a, a problem. bigger issue for me than how I where, feel about these comments. Hundred percent, but this is where you get they get into intention, and in yeah. everything is about intention. Yeah, I'm like I, I could sit here and justify my intentions, but I get it. It's, yeah, need. but but I'm glad that you're at peace with you with that. For now, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try and I dig my my heels into T- the ground and so, like. So I haven't heard bait, but I can't yeah. wait to hear. But tell me more about it. So the process was really difficult, right? Okay. I I started the song I think in August. I want to say. Wow. And, you know, I I'd been working on it, and then I came to Dubai for a little bit. I had a few meetings in different places, so I was traveling a lot. Um, a really close friend of mine got really sick, so I was oh, just bless. distracted with that. Okay. And then I came back to work ha- on the record. How is he or she now? Just Alhamdulillah. Okay, bless. Alhamdulillah. Um, so I came to, back to work on the record, and um, okay, October seventh happens. Ah. And I was like, mm. I'll just take it with me to Dubai to work mm, on it, mm, and mm. it took me. I don't even know. October, November, December, mm. January, February, so like almost four yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. And so I had a lot of help. Like if you look at all of my songs and you look at the song credits, yeah, there's at most three three of us. It's usually just me and one other. Oh person. wow! Just see. Oh my god! So I just, if you I just look at the at credits, I needed <laughs> so much help to finish that song. Whereas Yatalayin, which no, I was yeah, working on at yeah, the same time, yeah. just flowed right out of me. Oh wow! Mishpas lyrics, lyrics, Girl. production, background vocals. Yatalayin was just yani, yeah. a breeze, and I felt like I had the support of my like online community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baid talat rohi, and the sad thing is, it <laughs> came from a very authentic place, right? Wow. So. You know, we talked about how I yeah. grew up listening to uh, old telecasts with my grandmothers. Both of them, actually. One would send them to me like to watch, and the other one I would sit with her at home. And I loved the music. And I, I'm somebody who's very sensitive to noise. From a very young age, loud noises overwhelm me. Bless. And no, physically, I will react. <laughs> Get very overwhelmed. <laughs> so... Like overdone production, I find overwhelming. I but get with it. the Arabic, with Arabic music and these old songs from the sixties that are like 15, 16 Crazy. minutes long, yeah. as a you know, and the kalamanja will respond yeah. with a line Correct. when the tablet comes in. It's just yeah, so yeah. we don't pa- have patience. harmony. <laughs> we don't have harmony, but we have harmony. Right? You, uh, like we I have I get it. things work. In a harmonious But that's crazy. Way. When you say Baid, because again, I haven't heard it. We're yeah. going to hear it together. Like, you what, 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 what is it about? So, is it, is so it that's th- the inspiration behind the production and the music, right? Was those old Arabic telecasts. So there's nice. a violin in there. There's a table. Oh. still has a modern element to it. Okay. Um, oh and I was God. doing this consciously, right? For the first time. Hala, with Weno, I was doing that. Mm. There is nothing sustained. The... Correct. Strings respond to the melody. Yeah, Same yeah. with Ghazali. And I do that in all my songs. But with Braid, it was conscious. Conscious. Got you. And the chorus line is something my grandmother always says. Yisardo um, basically. Oh, wow. So whatever she doesn't like, say Yisardo And yeah. I think that is so genius and so representative of the Arabic language because mm. 
how else do you get rid of someone if they're happy <laughs> and they are content in their life they are not going to bother you anymore mm. so for me those that was the inspiration behind it what and then with the tabla i really heard the tabla sounding in a specific way because i wanted the focus to be yeah. not on the tabla sound which is so special and so distinct mm. but it's the yeah. <laughs> but yeah, tablet. I mean, this is, this is a, a, a little bit of Wenu, um, which wow. But I hear what you're saying. But again, again, I think with uh, with with oh, I can't wait to hear Beid right now. You you sold it to me like uh, per- perfectly. I just can't wait. Um, what what was the ma- what was the main challenge in Beid? Okay, yeah. So this is actually what I was just talking about. So. For me, I wanted to hear the rhythm okay. more than okay. I wanted to hear the actual tabla sound, uh, which is okay. so distinct. And the reason is, is I think we have some of the most unique rhythms. So my, right. I started as a songwriter, right? Mm. So one of the things I used to do, and I have thousands of pages of me analyzing Western pop songs. <laughs> and, you know, there are a lot of Western pop songs that... Um, Bishabhu are hearts and the way you feel and your heart beating mm. to a drum, right? Mm. So my heart goes da 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 da, and like yeah. there's there's just so many. I could name a hundred examples. Correct, correct. So I wrote Dumtak based on based that. Based on that. Because we have the best rhythms. Facts. So I wanted to bring oh, modern wow. sounding drums to the Arabic rhythm with a braid. Oh wow! So we couldn't get it to, to work because there is something about the way a tabla is played yes. that makes the rhythm what it is. What it is. There's a groove to it that you just can't really copy in the box, right? Yeah. On a grid. Correct. So I took a, a table loop and we EQ'd it and we s- layered it and, you know, Talal Novo. Yeah. Because he's so, he really stuck it out with me. And then Connor oh, yeah. Michael, who was a mix engineer. So, you know, wow. it, Talal was the last person to work on it, and yeah. the drums still weren't sounding there. And I almost gave up. And then I was talking to my mix engineer because we were mixing it. And he's like, What do you want to hear? And I want to hear the hits shorter, but I want the groove to stay the same. I don't know what. That's so crazy. I started cutting it up myself. I don't mm. even think Talal knows this. Don't <laughs> kill me. Um, <laughs> so I started cutting it up myself. Yeah. And um, it's, it's not 100% what I envisioned. Okay. But the, person in me who's like I'm no longer going to be a perfectionist Mm-mm. was like mm. it's time to let go it's, it's, it's 80% there 85% wow. there and that's good enough yeah Allah so that yeah, was I the biggest see that. challenge there's like 4 or 5 producers yeah. on this yeah, one yeah 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 so that ah. was the biggest challenge okay uh, are you uh, it's interesting you said okay it's 80% but are you I'm ex- so stoked about it. Okay. And I'm in love okay. with this song. Okay, good. Alhamdulillah. Yes. And and obviously, um, uh, obviously the video just came out. It, uh, yeah. T- t- tell me a little bit about the video. So the video is super quirky. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't know this about me, but there is a quirky side to me. And I oh, think no, I we can know. come off. That's cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Maybe, is it, do you know because you know me? Or like, is that something no. you would gather? From no, that's something you gather for sure. When it, but when you say quirky, yeah. it's not in a negative connotation. La, 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 la. You know, like, quirky, cute, there's this, this whole uh, there's a uh, yeah mystery even like all of these together there's also like I think a childlike aspect to me that Thank I get you. a lot yeah which is cool um, so <laughs> I've you know the the themes in this video are our culture of course mm. visually um, you don't shy away from that which is beautiful no it's mm. part of you know I just I love it mm. and then there's a little bit of like making peace with your inner child which was a huge 2023 experience for me Allah um, especially with music and the mm. self-doubt along that wow Ma- making making what P- peace 
Yeah. With you as a child. With your inner, they With call your it inner, inner child. child. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. a psychology trend okay. thing that okay, came okay, out. Okay, so okay. basically all of like the patterns that were imprinted in you as mm -hmm. a child that still subconsciously run, like programming that subconsciously runs your life without you knowing it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, you, you accept things that you believe you deserve that are beneath what you actually deserve and that in psychology comes from like inner child trauma. Okay, okay, it's okay, like, okay, okay, okay. I get you, I get you. You know, but you think about this stuff, right? And when I explain it that way, which is a very Western way of explaining yeah, 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 it, was... it sounds so trivial, right? <laughs> it sounds so trivial. Yeah. But really like the essence of it, mm. especially as, you know, as a Palestinian, like the, the trauma that I've inherited mm. from this cause not to say that in the video you make peace with it, but just on a simple romantic... Um, ya Allah. So the song was released around Valentine's Day and it's very much the anti-Valentine's mm. Day, Valentine's okay, Day okay, song. Okay, okay, okay. So basically, like, one like small experience is, like, regaining the strength to walk away from something or someone mm. Mm. that no longer... Uh, exists in your life or so. Yeah, that, that's not good for you, right? Yeah. So doing that, like, you're kind of healing something within yourself when you wow. finally Th have Wow, this it. is all in bait? Yes. What? That's In crazy. a very like uh, funny uh, little package, you said or you read Allah. No, but that makes that makes sense. Um, listen, we, we're. And then I did. Oh, sorry. I just want to no, shout no, out ahead, to the ahead. team that helped me with please, the video. Please, please do. Zaid Barqawi, Zach yes. yes. <laughs> just like everyone who helped me, the designers. Um, you know, everything was local. Oh wow! Everything I wore was local. The jewelry, yeah, the yeah. Um, you know, Fahmi. Uh, Dibai Dahlia, Rima Dahpur, who what? incorporates Palestinian Tatris into yeah. all of her stuff. Nafsika Skurti, who I've you know been pulling clothes and been working with for a very long time. Insane. Custom made stuff for videos from you before. Ugh, I'm definitely forgetting people, but <laughs> no, no, don't worry. They they check all check out the YouTube description, yes. guys, please. Do it. But I think it's but he, see, ladies and gentlemen, towards the end. And the writer, and the, my co-writer, Wissam Ali, who really... Wissam Ali. Ali. Yes, of course. Shout out to him. Um, I think towards the end of this, you, you guys would kind of figure out why I personally appreciate and respect and love an artist like Dana Salah because she kind of also um, inspires me um, in, 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 in a way. And, and, and you're so... I guess this is like a... This is kind of one of the longest conversations we've had, um, and even getting to know you even more like that, um, I'm I'm so proud because I've seen you evolve as well, Dana. Like I've seen I've seen from from Weno to to now to even maybe I didn't know before a lot, but I've seen how you were you got to this culture and how you are taking us. Really, you're carrying fl this flag and moving forward. And I think it's really important, and it's not I'm not putting pressure on you as if you're like. The, the only one I'm just saying you're part of this movement yeah, as a whole and one of many and I think it's it's really beautiful to see um, I guess towards the end and we're, just before we hear Baid we're a little bit over the time but it, she deserves it um, what's the dream what's the next what's the dream for Dana Salah especially that obviously you moved to this country right now UAE and you're gonna be based here what's what's the dream for well right Dana? now so I'm a little bit of a lone wolf and I have okay. been doing everything kind of myself yeah. with help from yeah. people here and there but yeah. nothing sustained I would say mm -hmm. so team building is a huge one okay um, but like overall as an artist I think it's connection 
right? I want to connect with more audiences. More people. Yeah, when I get messages from people around the world, it just really warms my heart. <laughs> but Dana, it's impossible not to love you. Like seriously, no, seriously, it's impossible. <laughs> Thank you. Know, you. You've seen you've seen people uh, perform at the Key for Palestine, uh, Palestine event, and people what a love that. Beautiful event. That was no, yeah. yeah. And this is people that might not be into art, might not be into music, but they were there for Palestine, and they got acquainted, and they got to know you. Um, which was beautiful, but there's something of vibe about you that's important. But what would you say is something that you want to achieve, like doing in the next couple of years, let's say? I mean, I hope my more music, connection. yeah, more connection. I hope it reaches just audiences I never expected it to reach. Mm. It, mm. I love that. Collaborations. How was that collaborations game with Dana Salah? I have a couple coming up, inshallah. I have Ooh. a song called Hayati. Hayati. Um, okay. It's the one that we talked about at the beginning yeah. of this interview. Yeah. It's the one that it was the first song I original song that I incorporated Arabic into. Oh, you're releasing that? I'm releasing that. Finally and, after and collaborating five with somebody. years. Yes. We can't know who yet. Yes. And there's a dope producer on it too. So I'm excited. But that's incredible. Listen, D, any any last words you'd like to say before we hear like together a breathe? No, you'll probably see them in the comments when you release this <laughs> as a reel or something <laughs> because I'm gonna remember after we go off air. No, bless you. But, but go listen to Bayid. Mm. Go listen to Atalayin. Yeah. Um, both songs are very dear to my heart, especially Atalayin. Mm. I don't think anything has ever flowed out of me so fast. Yeah, Allah. See that that that's really we're honored. Uh, we want to say that we play obviously Weno and Yagazala on rotation right here, and I think we'll add Yatalayin. Um, yes. and, and also maybe Baid. We'll, we'll see. I want to listen to it right now with you guys because I haven't I'm heard gonna it. I'm going to take a reaction video yes. of you listening to yes. it. Yes, she's going to do that. <laughs> uh, so we're going to hear that together, ladies and gentlemen, right now. Please go follow Dana Salah. Dana Salah, you're, you're quickly your social media handle. Dana Salah, Dana Salah. Dana That's Salah. it. Oh, perfect. Um, Salah, not Salah. I don't know why people, since I basically, when I started, it's like, like Americans. You guys know more Salah? It's Dana Salah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Dana, thank you so much for coming through. Thanks for uh, having me. Incredible. Any last words you'd like to say? No, honestly, I'm looking forward to releasing more music and mm. to connecting with more of you guys. So anyone listening, feel free to DM me. Bless you. I love hearing from you. Amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear Babe by Dana Salah. Have a good week. We'll catch you guys on a new episode. We say, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Dana, thank you. Thank you. Salam.